Welcome to our Leading Well podcast, a podcast by Crosspoint City Church where we discuss different topics on leading groups and how you can grow in your own leadership as a disciple maker. That was magnificent. Thank you. It only took three if takes you, to get it perfect. So, uh, keep well, moving before uh, we have another issue. There we go. So with that said, I'm here with our own Amy Clackham, our discipleship director. Hi, friends. Yep. And our very own Mark Ottstadt. That would be me. Professor, theologian, microbiologist. I mean, All gosh, how many titles guy. do you have? <laughs> wow. My favorite being uh, professor, of course. Uh, so. Jack of all trades, master of none, right? Yes, yes. exactly. So yes. we're here with Professor Ottstadt. Um, and honestly, I think you might be the only person in the room who's most qualified to talk about what Uh-oh. we're going to be talking about. Uh-oh. So that's why we've asked you to come. We're so glad you're here. We have <laughs> so no answers. I have no answers, <laughs> yes. I, I really hope that you do. Um, but no, we're super grateful to have Mark. Uh, he, he actually teaches some of our courses for our School of Ministry. Mm-hmm. On uh, systematic theology primarily, yeah. right? Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. And um, anyway, super grateful to have you. Uh, we've invited Mark on to answer some tough questions right now that many people, maybe in your small groups or you know, maybe even yourself, are asking during just this kind of strange time that we're in. And so I've, uh, I think I've titled this episode Pandemic Apologetics. Yeah, he so. didn't like my idea. I want to go spamdemic because mm-hmm. we've just gotten... Spammed yeah. from every direction, but right. it's not quite as professional as no, Mr. Hunter Braden likes to be. I still like it, though. Spam it is nice. Thank you. It does make me I think like of that. spam. Right. Isn't that like a canned meat? Move along. Okay. Yes. Uh, pandemic apologetics. So uh, we know that right now this time is probably bringing up a lot of questions for our people, especially as it concerns things like COVID-19 and the pandemic, how we think about these things as Christians. And so we wanted to help um, our listeners as group leaders respond to some of these questions. So with that said, I want to bring up our first question, which is a question of why. You know, you know, it's it's in times like these that the kind of big questions of life can come to the surface and people, you know, it might be challenging their faith or they may just be wondering why. Why would God allow this right. pandemic? Why would he right. allow things like this to happen? So, right. Mark, you know, what, what's, a, what's your response when you hear a question like, why would God why allow would do, this yeah, to happen? Right. And that's, that's a phenomenal question. It is, it is um, um, from a theological perspective, it's a topic, and it's called the problem of pain. And uh, C.S. Lewis wrote yeah. a book on that right. some years ago. It's a, it's a phenomenal read if you get an opportunity to, to, to pick it up. And, um, you know, the premise goes, the, the premise of that question goes like this. If God is omniscient, if he knows all things, and if he is omnipotent, if he is all-powerful, and if God is uh, omnibenevolent, if he is good, then, then why does evil exist? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and evil takes many different forms. There's there's uh, natural evil, of which COVID nineteen is part of. Natural right. evil is tornadoes and their hurricanes mm-hmm. and their floods mm-hmm. and it's it's pandemics. Right. And um, and then there's man made evil, mm-hmm. um, which we're all very familiar with. Right. But, that no matter what type it is, it all can be under the same umbrella. Of this is this, you know why does God allow these things? Yeah. To, to happen, and um, uh, if you're an, an antagonist of Christianity, you know you come to the conclusion obviously 
God doesn't exist, or right. he's not powerful, or he just this caught him by surprise. Yeah. And um, mm. the truth of the matter is, is, is um, God allows these things to happen. Um, Douglas uh, Grufius is, is, a, is a great theologian and a great apologist, and he says this. He says, for any evil that God allows, God has a morally sufficient reason for allowing this evil, mm-hmm. even if we don't know what this morally sufficient reason is yeah. in some cases. Yeah. You know, this is, this is a fallen world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a cursed world. And, um, and, and, and the reason why evil is put out there and is allowed to exist, because in every case it's designed to drive us toward God right. rather right. than away. Mm-hmm. And uh, really there, there's got to be a reason for it. There's another quote by uh, another great uh, apologist, Alvin uh, Plantinga, and he says uh, that God cannot create a world in which people learn valuable moral lessons through pain that are not learnable otherwise in a world where there is no pain. Right. Okay. And and Christianity looks looks at at evil, looks at sin differently than any other worldview. Um, you know, when God created the world, He created it good. We see this in Genesis. He says repeatedly, He, you know, God made light; it's good. And he made plants; it's good. He made people; it was very good. And, and, and goodness was, was an intrinsic value of his creation. When sin entered the world, um, this evil is a lack of goodness in us. Hmm. It's not something, evil is not something that was added to the world. It is a lack of goodness in us. Yeah. And so when evil happens, the idea behind this is, hmm. is that there is something lacking within us. And the cure for that is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That's really good. So to piggyback off of that, you know, I've heard some people say when natural disasters or man-made disasters or situations like COVID-19 happen, that it's actually a judgment on the world for our sin. Right. What do you, how do you respond to that? Uh, I, I would disagree with that. I mean, I disagree with that vehemently. It's, it's in, and you got to be careful because that's, actually kind of a, a, a pagan mm-hmm. concept mm-hmm. Hmm. and and you know if you have a God that is not part and parcel to the world and uh, is out doing his own thing and and you, your purpose in life is to get his attention and appease him to get things or if you do something wrong he, he punishes you and that's not at all how God works it's, mm-hmm. it's not at all how he works mm-hmm. we are you know, we're his. We're the bride of Christ. That's not the way you treat a right, bride. Right. Right. Well, and in fact, more often times than not, Jesus in the Gospels is pointing people away from that type of conclusion. Exactly. That you know, this person's sick, or they've been paralyzed because right. of their sin. You know, I think of the Book of Job as well, where his right. friends are are saying, "Oh, you must have done something wrong for this to happen, because mm-hmm. this is God's judgment on you." Yes. You know, um, yes. when instead he, he's he's showing that this this is n- not necessarily happening because of our sin, but because of the world that we live in. Exactly, um, and and that goes back to the first thing we said. Right. You know, the reason why COVID nineteen exists is because mm-hmm. of of sin, of original sin. But right. uh, this is not here because of a personal 
sin that you have committed. Right. Well, and and I think too this this view of the pandemic is even kind of problematic for us to have when it think when it comes to thinking about the coronavirus. Um, you know, there perhaps there are some situations out there where God's individually giving specific punishment for certain things, but I think that in general this is a call in some ways for the world to potentially wake up and to realize, you know, just, um, you know, that that I feel like more people are in tune with the reality of death mm-hmm. and more in tune with the reality of the possibility that there is a God, yes. that there is eternity at stake. Yes. Um, and, yes. and could potentially be somewhat of a, a call to uh, model repentance and to, to change, but not necessarily a, a judgment on the world That's for correct. something they've done. Yes, it's not nothing specific that you can point to. In, in the Bible, when that does occur, Okay. Right. There, it, it is. It is. It is unambiguous. Mm-hmm. It is straightforward. There is a message that's being sent. Mm-hmm. Because you did this, I am doing this. We right. see that with the nation of right. Israel. Right. That's related to the Mosaic Law. Mm-hmm. But the church is not. That's. It's not part parcel to that. That's I mean, really there's, good. There's. Um, uh, there's verses, and there. You know, God will discipline us. Mm-hmm. And, and again, the re, the way that He disciplines us is. Uh, as a Christian, primarily is the Holy Spirit that lives within us, mm-hmm. and it is it is yeah. the conviction that man, I I have done something wrong, right? And and you suffer the consequences for it. Yeah, no, that's really good. I'm so I'm going to take us in a different direction now, um, and this is more of a question that relates to you know governing authorities oh. and yep. And I know that easily we can begin walking on territory that uh, is a bit controversial for people, especially right now with everything going on uh, in the political world. So how, what does Christian submission look like oh to... Oh my goodness, hold on. Let me get to, let me get to Romans 13. <laughs> 13 yeah. yeah. Um, what, what does Christian submission look like to political authorities in a time like this? You know, here... We, we have our governor and we have the president and so on, you know, telling us different things to do. And then on social media, you've got people sharing their opinions about what they think about those right, things. Right. And, and it's you know, all over the board. Exactly. And so I'm it's, just thinking. It's the spamdemic. It's the spamdemic. There we go. Okay. information from every direction. Exactly. We're going to have to hashtag spamdemic when you comment no, please on don't this do that. post. No, no please don't. <laughs> um, but instead, I'm just thinking as Christians, you know, how how should we respond Gosh, to governing question. authorities? During it is. Time? I mean, because it's, it's, you know, like you said, it's all over the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, Romans chapter 13. I mean, this is this is the go-to passage when you deal with, with Christians living within governmental authority. You know, let every person be in subjection to the governing authorities. Mm-hmm. For there's no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. Now, this is this is interesting, interesting piece of scripture here because when this was written, mm-hmm. you know, Nero right. was was running the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, the key word here is subjection, and, mm-hmm. and the word is hapatasso. Mm-hmm. It's a military word. Right. And it means specifically, it, it's the same word. Uh, where husbands and wives and wives would be to to submit to their husbands. The word hypotasso means actually just to protect your flank. It's a military term, mm. meaning just just to to do what you can. You're, you're equal, right? Okay, right. Um, there's not higher or lesser or greater or smaller, mm. um, but you, you're to have the government's back. 
yeah. and continues on. You know, you pay your you pay your your taxes, but how far does that go? How far does that go? Mm-hmm. Okay, as a Christian, we answer to a higher authority. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding the government's been put here by God. Right. Okay, and, and the key here is, um, let me see. Uh, for rulers are not a cause of fear for good behavior, mm-hmm. but for evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, you have no fear? Uh, do you want to have fear of authority? Do what is not have fear of authority? Do what is good. Right. And, and so the purpose of government is to, if you're doing good, to leave you alone. If you're doing evil, mm-hmm. to go after it. Right. Governments fail in that mm-hmm. when they start to punish goodness mm-hmm. um, perfect picture is Daniel mm-hmm. the government said you got to worship the king right and Daniel's like uh, no I mean I'm, I have a higher authority I'm gonna do this and he was punished for that mm-hmm. and uh, and if I remember correctly I think that kingdom eventually came under judgment right because of it right so yeah. um, it also makes me think of first Peter 2. You know, when uh, Peter's talking about submission as well, and he says, be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it's to be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him. For this is the will of God, that by doing good, you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. I just think about how right now, as Christians, we have an opportunity to, to show to a world where you know, conspiracy theories are going like crazy. People are slandering, you know, political leaders and dishonoring others and so on on social media. Like, and I think this can be a great opportunity for us as believers to show what humble submission looks like to where we're seeking to do good. Mm-hmm. We're seeking to even honor mm-hmm. those who are in authority, to not speak disrespectfully about them. This doesn't mean that we don't have our own opinions right. or that we don't think for ourselves or use discernment. But it just means that the way that we talk about those people in authority that God has placed there, um, you know, that we're subject to them for the Lord's sake, to your point. We have a greater authority, mm-hmm. and we do it because we're free to do it yes. as Christians, yes. right? So, yeah, so I think that's that's really good. Um, and then I think we have one more question, right? Yeah, absolutely. So how can we, as Christian leaders, respond to this time? Oh, my goodness. Um well, easy question. Yeah. Just a quick wrap up. As Mark, well. tell us, how <laughs> are we supposed to act right now? Okay. And, and you do it in, in the same form and fashion, you know, that, that we, we carry out. There isn't anything different going on today. There really isn't. I mean, we're going through a, a pandemic and this is, this is like everything else, it, it's going to pass. Hmm. And uh, the greatest thing that you can do, uh, I think, in this is to live out your faith and trust in a sovereign God. Everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything's going to be okay. Um, gosh, there's, you know, throughout the Bible, there's verses upon verses upon verses, you know, where God is in absolute, complete, in control of everything going on, including. This pandemic, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and he tells you, "Fear not, mm. you you fear not, do not fear." Right. Um, in Isaiah forty-five, I form light and create darkness. I make well-being and create calamity. I am the Lord who does all these things. Mm. And uh, did God allow this? Yeah, most certainly did. 
I mean, he, he most certainly did. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a Christian, you are promised three things. You, you're promised, number one, you're going to have something to eat every day. Uh, number two, you're going to have clothes to wear. And number three, you're going to have a place to lay your head. Mm-hmm. And, and if you really stop and you think about that, everything else, everything else in life, everything is pure gravy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, when trust. I said, yeah, absolutely. I think, too, you know, the thing that kind of came to my mind was right now is we're in a time of, um, you know, where, where there's a lot of uh, anxiety, a lot of fear, uh, fear-mongering even. Mm-hmm. You know, as Christians, this could be a time for us to be promoting peace. You know, I think about the Beatitudes, about blessed are the peacemakers, those who strive to promote peace, um, not getting involved in, you know, these conspiracies and, and debating online and all this kind of stuff. If you've noticed, I've talked about that quite a bit. Um, but because I think, again, this, this is a way for us as Christ followers to, to show that we're the salt and life of the earth. We bring hope. We bring peace. You know, I, I mean, I even think of Colossians 3. That's what I was about to say. Let our speech be right. gracious, seasoned with salt. Mm. We're supposed to uplift. We're right. not supposed to be right. the people that are casting down. Right. This is a season where we need to be putting on compassionate hearts, mm-hmm. kindness, humility, meekness, patience, so mm-hmm. on. Um, and then also I think it can be a time to where we, we humble ourselves mm-hmm. and, and we examine our own lives, our own hearts, and, and we consider, you know, what, what sins are kind of coming to the surface for me during this time that I need to repent of and turn from? And, and, and what does it look like to model humility um, in a time like this? So, You know, and everything about this is, is a phenomenal segue into the gospel message. Mm-hmm. And it is... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I went through a personal tragedy when I was young and, and had lost my father to cancer. And um, uh, I remember, uh, gosh, his name was Kerry. I worked with him one day. And I, I'd never, never met him before. I haven't seen him since, but I'm going to see him again. Hmm. And, uh, and uh, he, was, he was a solid Christian and, and uh, was, was, was witnessing to me. And I let him have it. I said, let me tell you about your God. Let me, let me tell you what he did. He took my dad. Why did he let that happen? Mm-hmm. And it just with, with patience and with kindness, he, he said, you know, he said, it, originally it's not the way it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It was designed as a perfect world and then sent into the world. And he gave me a gospel invitation. Wow. And it was, it was, it was I remember him to this day. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. that started my journey back to back to the Lord when I was out That's making amazing. a making a testimony. Yeah, well, so, and, and my hope is a time like this may very well be doing the same for a and lot of other people. You've got opportunity right. after opportunity after right. opportunity. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, our Facebook feed might be filled with pandemic stuff, but it's mm-hmm. also filled with church service after church service that people yeah. can watch and join in. Yeah, that maybe would never set foot in a church. Right. And it's times like these that draw people to ask these type of questions, and they're Mm -hmm. great questions. I mean, look at Mm 9-11. You know, after 9-11, I mean, churches just absolutely blossomed after that. I mean, uh, they didn't all stay, but there were some people that heard the gospel message Mm -hmm. for the first time in their lives, and many people responded to it. And this is just the opportunity to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Well, guys, um, one additional resource I want to point out to you, if you're curious to read more about uh, the coronavirus and a Christian response to this, John Piper came out recently with a book called Coronavirus in Christ. 
Um, be sure to check that out. It's free on if you go to desiringgod.org. Um, I believe he offers a free PDF copy, but you can also buy it as well if you're curious. Um, well, guys, with all that said, thank you for listening to this Leading Well podcast. We hope that Mark is blowing bubbles into his cup. <laughs> I wish you could be I've in the room I've got to finish my last script. But this is fantastic, um, friends. Anyways. Job was to make you smile and laugh. <laughs> well, you did. Look at that. Yeah. More like make me uncomfortable. Okay. Um, we hope that this helps you guys as leaders, you know, as usual, to navigate these times. If you haven't already as well, be sure to subscribe to our po- podcast so that you don't miss out on future episodes where we'll talk about different topics like... Uh, this one just about every month and so of course if you have any questions about anything that we've talked about please don't hesitate to reach out to us you can email us at groups at crosspointcity.com and we'd love to chat thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time